youngest person on the podcast and first college dropout on the podcast. Who's who's the youngest we had before Jake? I think it was that kid Sam. How he was twenty one? I think he was twenty three. Twenty three. Maybe I had someone on who was younger. I feel like I did. Twenty years old, dude. Fuck, the things I, I do. I think you're like the youngest person I know. Happens. Yeah, I think so. I don't know anybody younger. Would you give I'm up not ev- hanging out with twenty year olds? Would you Sorry, give up every that. dollar you would you give up every dollar you've ever made to be twenty again? Fuck yeah. Oh easily actually. Yeah. Yeah, I'd do that. <laughs> Definitely. Would you give up every dollar you made to be seventeen again? Yeah. Yeah? hundred percent. There we go. Everyone would. Yeah, I'd go into debt to be twenty again. I would definitely go into debt to return back to 2011 yeah, yeah. easily. I'd just, bet, I'd just buy a bunch of Bitcoin, <laughs> which actually makes a lot of sense for, uh, for our guest today. All right, let me get started. You guys ready? You, do, you want some water? You got some? I got some. I'm good. You got some water? I'm good. You're good? Yeah. All right. I got some water. Everyone needs waters. All right. Huh. <laughs> What's going on? It's the intro song. This is not the, the typical tune. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I didn't fucking recognize it. What's up, everybody? What's going on? We're back. We've got a big guest today. It's Jake Gorlnick. 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 I was thinking all day. How do I pronounce this name? Um, you're a crypto guy? Yeah. You work in crypto? I do. You're, you are you make a lot of content about crypto? Yep. You're touring the country talking about crypto? <laughs> and you're talking to, uh, today with us about crypto. Jake Gronick. Yeah. Jake Gronick, welcome to the show. Pilky's back. I'm back, baby. <laughs> I still think this sounds fucked up, no? I think you sound good. He sounds good, right? It sounds good. Yeah. You think it's the headphones? Maybe it's the headphones. Do I sound good to you? Yeah. But you only you sound bad. You sound literally normal. All right. Let's, you, let's keep it rolling. You sound amazing. All right, Jake uh, Grounded, welcome to the show. Yeah, happy to be here. Appreciate it. So I'm pumped for this episode. Yes. I love talking crypto. Pilky loves... Pilky used for my crypto guy, and then I then I found you. And I'm like, well, this guy is a... You know, he's very dedicated to it. Yeah. Pilky is very... It's like someone goes to, to Mexico and like... They speak a little bit of Spanish. That's Pilky. All right, all right. You go to Mexico and you're like, you, 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 know, you can get around. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> yeah, you're basically, to me, you're pretty fluent in crypto. But um, so you're 20 years old. You've been very into crypto. You post a lot on TikTok about crypto. Uh, tell us a little about, bit about yourself. Yeah, so I mean, been in, I got into crypto about two and a half, three years ago. Um, I've, for five years, I've been trading mostly, you know, trading stocks. Uh, that's kind of how I got into just everything to do with trading. Um, yeah, I used to, I still do technically. I'm an intern at a crypto brokerage called Voyager. Voyager, it's orange logo, right? It's a purple logo. Uh, I don't know why I thought it was orange. <laughs> but yeah, no. So I've been doing that for a little over a year now. I was going to take a full time position there, but I have a couple other companies that I'm working on. That's kind of I'm, I'm kind of starting to dedicate really to those and just kind of like entrepreneurship. Your own projects. Yeah. 
So you were telling us before that you went to college and then you dropped out, but you're thinking about going back? Yeah, so I went to college uh, at a small school called Franklin and Marshall. Oh, yeah, Lancaster? In Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Um, But now I'm going to be attending UMiami this fall. I wasn't exactly sure if I was going to go to college uh, again, but I'm going to try to go and study international business and entrepreneurship there. Uh, I'm going to give it kind of a try for a year see how it goes, see how, you know, the other businesses and stuff that I'm doing are going, then go from there. Hell yeah. I mean, I was just saying, Miami's definitely way more of like a crypto vibe than Frank and Marshall. <laughs> like, Amish people probably don't even know what crypto is at this point. Yeah, they have no idea. You see. So um, what, what are these, like, projects you're working on? Um, so one of them is called the Investlog. Uh, so that's basically, we're, I have a co-founder as well. And what we're doing there is we're creating an app for entrepreneurs. So it's essentially a social media for entrepreneurs is kind of what we're going for. Um, we want to be able to basically provide free content uh, to anyone that kind of wants to get into you know crypto, trading, NFTs, business, marketing, you know, kind of along those niches uh, is where we feel, you know, people there's so much content out there on that, but you know, not everyone can find it that well. Uh, and we're basically connecting people that way. And there's a lot of bullshit content out there. Exactly. Yeah. Like we're trying to get rid of the cat videos and shit on Instagram, you know, that you see. Like, oh yeah. Like cat videos, meaning like content that you just don't need. Oh know, yeah. As a business person, entrepreneur, like you can go onto this app and basically have everything that you want. And um, would you have like business. a process of like vetting people? Because you know, I'm talking like even in like crypto and like TikTok. You don't know who to believe. Like some people are like, do this, pump, pump, pump. It's gonna get to this price, but they could be full of shit. Correct. And you know, we're we're trying to work on verification processes so that we can basically verify creators that are gonna come onto the platform. Uh, right now, we have like mentors that we're kind of bringing aboard uh, to start. Like we're in the developmental stages of our MVP, so our minimum viable product on that, and we're trying to basically get it so that the mentors can be the ones to start off on the app so that you can listen to mentors, um, guys that have, you know we feel are great, but we want to eventually bring it and open it up to anyone that wants to apply. They can apply. We're going to you know verify you in a way, and you can, you're allowed to post content that everyone can see. Um, now, your average consumer that would just be coming onto the app, they would be able to post content, but it might not be for say like on a for you page got you you would you're not going to pump bullshit content or content that you don't know you can't verify yeah question about like people on tiktok because i saw you talking about this one guy and i'll get into it (laughs) is how can you spot that someone who's talking about crypto or finance or stocks or anything is full of shit it's a great question uh i would definitely say that a lot of the credibility aspect of things is hard to you know, on social media, especially if they have a lot of followers. You know, if this person has a lot of followers, it's hard because they might be giving you that bullshit content that you just don't even really know uh, oh, yeah. is bullshit. You know, and you know, oh, a bunch of followers are seeing it. Uh, what I would say is, you know, doing your own research uh, is always one of the best avenues. And if you could find a content creator that's pointing you in the directions that you should be pointed in, that like to have. This is it's a really good question. It's kind of like hard to exactly answer, but I would say if you could basically take um, what they're doing, apply it, and it works, that's when you're going to know if what they're telling you is legit. Um, but do you think like 
like, what do you consider bullshit on TikTok? Is it like some guy like pitching you a meme stock that he already is like loaded up on, and as soon as people buy it, he's gonna dump? Like, That's if one someone's way. just telling you, "Hey, I think Bitcoin's going up," like buy it, and then it goes down. I mean, he was wrong, but I mean, thousands of Wall Street analysts are wrong every day. That's true. Like, it, it, he doesn't mean he's purposely deceiving. Yeah, you. yeah, yeah. I guess there could be a lot of different ways of bullshit. Yeah. I mean, some people, I, I feel like, just try to, like, portray that they know more than they do. And that's why they're, like, posting all these videos yeah. and just trying to generate a following, which is, like, not the worst thing. But it's so I get pissed off when people are like, hey, buy this coin for fractions of a penny. And then once you buy it, I'm just going to fucking dump Oh, yeah. There's definitely a lot of that, I yeah. imagine. Do you, uh, so I talked to, I met Jake in March, I think. And I asked you, I was like, when's going to be a good time to buy? And you said that Bitcoin was going to drop to 23K in June. And you hit that on the money. Yeah. How did you know that? So I've been doing a lot of technical analysis. Uh, that's kind of that, like I was talking about the five years that I've been basically learning how to trade uh, really profitably. I taught myself technical analysis. Um, so besides fundamental analysis, fundamental analysis is kind of something that you'll hear a lot of Wall Street guys do. Um, that's looking at talking stocks wise it's looking at you know news looking at you know market basically just the overall you know revenue of and just i i honestly don't i i think that stuff's not great i think it's kind of bullshit I, it, there's good ways of trading it it's but news is not always right what is majority of the time always right is technical analysis and that's the candlesticks that you know and stuff that i was teaching or telling you about that is how you can basically depict where price action will go because what you're reading is basically the history of the stock, crypto, whatever market you're looking at. And that's how you're gonna really be able to use past trends, past points of like where entry, where like good spots to buy were. Um, and using those is, a, in my opinion, a lot better in any type of market, Forex, crypto, stocks than anything else um, rather than you know listening to the news because half the time the news is gonna give you false information so that you do buy and then big banks like within Wall Street or you know just within the world are gonna do the opposite um, technicals are really what are gonna make you a better trader uh, and just understand markets and how they are connected with each other in general don't don't a lot of people think that like chart analysis like there's like two I guess ways of thinking chart analysis is good or chart analysis is bullshit. So why do you think like a chart's good? Because like it shows like where like banks and the people like that's their trading point. Like if it reaches this stock, they're they're dumping this this spot. They're dumping and that's going to cause it to fall even further. So what you're reading is really algorithms when you're looking at that. You're reading. You're trying to depict what the bank's algorithms are really doing. Um, banks really run on algorithm algorithmic trading nowadays. Uh, you know, AI is definitely getting to be the more, you know, that's the future uh, is, you know, AI, any type of artificial intelligence that's going to be able to like basically try and read against traders. So what's kind of happening in today's world uh, that I've been kind of reading up on is that, you know, market makers and Wall Street are trying to really diminish the retail trader, you know, retail trader meaning me and Neil, right? All of those traders are starting to get better and better and better. Now kids these days can be sitting in high school. I saw this kid. He said he made he was trading like with a hundred grand 
right in his classroom and I was like that's crazy Jesus like, imagine being in high school and you're just sitting there trading a hundred grand and she was like yeah I gotta take this pop quiz um, so I had to close my computer and I entered a trade it's like I don't know what I'm gonna you know I might be up I might be down after that and it's like that's literally what's going on today you didn't have that years ago and that's why market makers have to get better and better and better and you know all of those kids that I've seen that are actually like making this crazy money, they're reading charts because they're reading, like I said, those algorithms you're basically trying to depict and start to learn how banks are trading and like that's how the best traders in the world are really, uh, that, that's what they do. They, they're looking at charts and trying to f basically fool all the retail traders. Yeah. Well, the best traders in the world just use inside information. I think we all know. Oh, that's true. That's <laughs> that for sure. very true. Yeah. <laughs> but do you think like, trading is for everyone like obviously technical analysis like you're probably in and out of positions all day long like say i just have money and i just want to invest it like do you think crypto is a good investment long term or do you just use it because it has like a ton of volatility there's like a ton of liquidity and you can just get in and out super easy so i'd say uh i, I, I like both you know i like the fact that it is so volatile you could day trade it yeah. and i also think that long term crypto will definitely be um, very very bullish now only certain ones uh, because I do believe that 99.9% .9 of projects will fail um, and I'll say that confidently like I there's like over 20,000 projects out there right now I think only your top 200 will really be there to stay um, and that's still up in the air like the one so if you look at the top like a hundred right now that could change overnight um, at any point oh yeah so I mean it's still so early. I mean, you're looking at, you know, remember the internet. People always compare like crypto. I, what I've heard is people are comparing crypto to the internet. You know, Web One. Uh, when the internet first came out, everyone was so skeptical. Everyone was like, oh, you know, that's that's gonna fail. I'm not gonna use that. I'm not gonna adapt to that. Well, I mean, if you look at Web Three with you know the metaverse stuff, which is still so early on, but and you look at crypto, um, it's kind of like how my parents and probably you guys our parents didn't grow up with phones right they didn't have cell phones but look where they're right they are today almost everyone uses a cell phone um but like how is someone gonna like gonna use bitcoin because like the internet i can be like yo i can shop on there connect with people on there but like how is like why am i gonna use bitcoin so i'm not necessarily saying i think bitcoin will be something that everyone's gonna use i don't honestly think that i don't think bitcoin's that great of a actual crypto i think that bitcoin's just the thing that started it no one knows who created bitcoin that was the start of crypto right so someone found out that you can basically make a blockchain and make something that is decentralized no one can really figure out where the money exactly like your your money is safe in a way from others knowing like you know governments really knowing you could completely legally uh transfer Bitcoin without anyone knowing, the, you know, who, where it's going, who it's coming from. I mean, only on certain exchanges now. Most exchanges that you're going to see today, uh, the bigger exchanges, Coinbase, you know, Voyager, even the one I work at, um, they know everything. All that's getting reported to the IRS. Oh, yeah, definitely. Pay uh, taxes on it. But, like, something like KuCoin that we talked about, uh, KuCoin, for instance, like, you can completely go decentralized there. Um, there's plenty of other exchanges where you can... You know, and you could look this up on the internet if you don't know. Plenty of exchanges are completely decentralized. Um, but one thing that I will say that 
I don't exactly like is most cryptos have no purpose in the real world. Yeah. And you know that's something that I'm trying to change uh, with you know, the developmental process that I'm going through with a cryptocurrency. But I we it needs to be brought to like where I can just go pay for anything with crypto, right? And that that takes adaption, obviously. But there's not that one cryptocurrency out there that everyone's like you know it satisfies both governments and consumers and you can use it at plenty of places uh you have bitcoin which is used i mean i know like you can buy a lamborghini with a bitcoin uh cool not everyone can afford a lamborghini in bitcoin yeah, you know? yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. it's such a small uh fraction of you know people that can actually go ahead and do that and also like, why would you because the price the next day could be so much more like, like exactly. that lamborghini could have you could have gotten it for even less bitcoin if, if you do it in a week yeah so like yeah it's, it's i think a lot of people are confused like what the fuck is like why it's useful well it's like i think a major problem is like if i want to buy something in bitcoin the first thing people do is they say okay like what is bitcoin priced at right now give me that equivalent in US dollars and we'll make a trade. But it's still, everything goes back to the dollar or the euro or whatever. Oh, 100%. So it's like, yeah, why would you want to hold this volatile asset if like you need to sell this Lamborghini for 200K and you owe 180K on it? Like you got to pay your creditor in cash. So like, do you want to take the risk of holding a crypto? That's true. Yeah, that, that is true. Uh, and I mean, obviously people are because you can buy Oh yeah, you could buy a house. You could buy like whatever. People will accept it. Yeah, I remember. I remember Amazon at one point was thinking about using Ripple as a uh, currency. So that's when I got it because I was like, "Oh, if Amazon's doing it, this is a good one." But then, like, okay, I saw this thing about Ripple. It's called XRP for people listening. And there's this thing that the government would do a thirty-seven thousand dollar buyback per Ripple coin. Yeah. So I, I've seen it. Yeah. Is that crazy? So with Ripple. it's definitely interesting. XRP is kind of going back and forth through a lot of stuff right now. Um, I was very like I'm. I was waiting for Ripple to come down to like heavily buy because I was reading a lot of stuff on it, and I got to say I'm not. I'm not as like bullish as I used to be on it. Um, I definitely think that they have some inner problems that I kind of learned about uh, throughout my own like development side of like actually developing a coin and. You know, talking with a couple guys that we got on our team, we know some guys at Ripple uh, that are kind of up there, and Ripple's going through some interesting stuff right now. Um, they're they're re- not decentralized, though, right? They're supposed to be completely. If if they're going to go through with everything they say, they will not be decentralized at all. So yeah. they they would be completely centralized, and people need a blend of decentralization and centralization. I I think that's one thing that Ripple's going to struggle with, even though they do, if you read up on stuff, they have so many articles saying that they're all bought, you know, all these banks are getting in with them. Um, I know they had a meeting, I think, with JP Morgan. They had I know, meeting. they definitely did. Yeah, and I don't know, how that, I don't think that meeting went as well as they planned. Yeah, it was a few years ago, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember and, that. And it's just, now, I think they're, they're so up in the air. I think what they have to do, honestly, if they want success, and I don't, this is what's going to really pull them back, is that you're going to need to develop something completely new. Ripple was made in 2014, or like, you know, I think it was 2014. Uh, it's outdated already. Uh, even though it's very fast, it's probably the fastest cryptocurrency out there. It can basically do, I and mean, Bitcoin takes like 48 hours, Ripple's instant. 
yeah. you could immediately transfer large, large amounts of funds with it. And that's why I think, if anything, Ripple will be more of a something that you would like transfer funds with uh, instead of being like an, a crypto that is everyday used. It'll be a crypto that if there was another crypto, you could exchange with that and then exchange like have really quick, big transfers of money go through it rather than something that everyone every single day would use if that makes sense yeah but can't you just like send a wire correct you can just send a wire like with regular fiat money right um, yeah so like, why is that so like valuable for like these like big like quick transfers like what why is that valuable so if you know the money's coming i would only say it's because like wires you have to send during bank hours like right now i can wire you oh you really hit tomorrow morning okay but, but like, Ripple, big deal if it's like just running it could be in the middle of the night it could send you like $40 million. Yeah, but that's like enough of a reason to make like a coin be have so much value to the point where like people are like 10xing their money and shit. So that's kind of the question that I'm kind of sitting back and asking myself. I don't know if it's worth I thought what Ripple would be eventually would be literally like the money of the world. Uh, that's kind of like what I was reading up on it and I was like, oh, this, you know, this is incredible. Like this could be something crazy and you know, everyone doesn't know it. I got to get in. Um, and you know, it's now a lot of stuff's kind of I think the lawsuit got uh, lifted uh, so that was good news for them but they're not getting the traction again that they needed uh, on a lot of things so that's where I'm kind of like pulling away from the project and saying like okay I think they need to develop a whole new coin and with if they have to do that what's gonna happen is they're gonna have to basically liquidate all of the money that's in their coin now which would send everyone that owns XRP <laughs> to zero. But then they would have to say, trust us. And you're gonna, you know, trust us a lot because we're gonna develop something else and you can, you know, have that bought back into that. And I think if people start looking at it like that, they're gonna be a little bit nervous because oh, look, yeah, look what happened to Luna. Yeah, it's like, give me, give me my money now instead of me just trusting you that your new project's gonna work. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's where I think that's what, what I think they need to actually do, just because, like I said, their stuff's a little outdated now. It's fast, don't get me wrong, but it's not, their actual development of the coin is still outdated in today's technology with AI, with you know the different things that you're gonna be, you could do algorithmically with a coin. Can you like expand on that a little bit? I can't exactly expand on it like too much, um, just because of the, the the development of the coin that I'm kind of going into now, we definitely can say confidently that we we think that we will, we will be complete competitors of XRP. Ooh, yeah. What's the name of your coin? Inside scoop. Yeah, I can give a little bit of inside scoop. Yeah. It's called it's called Serum. Uh, so, me and a actually a buddy from Salisbury. Uh-oh. Um, Don't trust those Salisbury guys. <laughs> my rival high school. Yeah, um, but we. He gave me a call um, and said, like, let's start a coin, kind of got that going. Uh, and right now, what the coin really is doing is breaching that that decentralization and centralization. So that's really what we're trying to do is have a consumer base that's happy because they have some things that are almost decentralized while they have others that are centralized. So the government's happy, you're happy, and there's a fine like middle ground. And we're bringing it to big corporations. Uh, I can't exactly name them yet. But Have I heard of them? Everyone's very aware. Of Walt Disney. 
everyone is aware of you know the corporations that we're talking to right now and that are definitely interested um and it's it's becoming a really fun process but why we think it will compete with xrp because if xrp is trying to do that where they're that like you know of the world the world currency i mean that's kind of what we're trying to almost do and our developers that we do have uh, are top 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 of the end guys we have some of the best ai guys in the world uh, another salisbury connection there that helped us out with that god damn yeah um so, so that, what what would make me buy like this coin versus any of the other cryptos like does it already exist main? we're in developmental we're, gotcha. we're developing it right now um as our first you know token but what's like the main selling point and then you create this coin like deploy it to the blockchain i don't know if it's like ethereum based or like completely its own how do like people get it like do you have like an initial offering and people buy it or yeah so we're making our whole our own chain uh completely uh we have some guys that were with uh pulse chain actually kind of hopping on board with us which was really you know good news uh but what would incline them to buy it is more the aspect that they can use it actually within the real world um and you're it's not like you're holding Bitcoin, if, if you were to buy Bitcoin at $62,000, you're going to be buying it, you know, what, if you don't have great capital to start with, you're going to be buying, like, not even a Bitcoin, right? Point yeah. zero zero zero. like, you don't want to look at that. You want to look at something that you actually have good, you know, a good amount of, and it makes sense. Yeah, I agree. I've always thought that with Bitcoin. I'm like, how the fuck, say Bitcoin does work, how am I going to pay for something? Oh, this is point zero zero four six. Well, they, they do it in, like, Satoshis. Yeah, yeah, but is it, is it like, round numbers and stuff? It's just like they just move the decimal point, like eight gotcha. decimal points over, or whatever it is. You gotcha. They say like, oh, it's ten of these. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. Okay. I mean, like, well, your mind. It's like when you travel to a foreign country. It's like, all right, this is like a hundred kroner. Like, all right, that's ten dollars. Like, I, you always equate it back to like, yeah. your normal currency. There's always a way. So it's like, how do you get people to switch mindsets to be like? It's ten arrow, or is that your coin? Sarum. Sarum. S A R U M. Yeah. So if how'd you guys come up with the name? Salisbury. Sarum Knights. That's who. That's uh, who we were. Is that is that what it, that was your name? Yeah. Are those Scarlet Knights? Yeah. Well, I think it used to be, and then they changed it to Sarum Knights. It used oh, to be Scarlet Knights. Interesting. Sure. Um, but apparently, Sarum's like some city in like London or something that means Salisbury or something to do with Salisbury. I don't, interesting. I don't exactly. Know, but Sarum. Yeah. All right. So. The coin is, is created. Like, how do you get it into the first people's hands? So we're... Do you so price Can it we get some? Can we be involved? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, I can say this, too. Um, I was kind of surprised I was allowed to say this. Because we had to go over a lot of things that I could say and not say, but... Oh, you guys, you guys like, briefed before this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Let's talk about all the things you can't say. <laughs> I am in contracts, so I can't. Like, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> and if there's anything after this that you want to take out... That you remember, just let me know. Steve will post it on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just get it to go viral really quick. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so we're expecting that from the start of the coin to 2020, late 2026 to, late 20, or to early 2027, we're expecting about a 10,000% return. Um, and essentially the coin is going to be more along the lines of something that's more stable. So that's really stable awful. coin. I, I, I'm just gonna say it'll be along the lines of something that's more stable. I don't want to give it any type of name or you know anything like that. Um, so it will just like 
you'll set a price and then people will buy it. Eventually um, is the goal. Like who makes the price? So we're we're going to be the ones that are going to make. And like a lot of thought goes into it, like how what, what's the right price to do this so people buy it. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I'm definitely considering like seeing how consumers actually adapt to that, what they like. I want to hear a lot of like feedback once it actually you know stabilizes at you know say it did at a certain price. Like you, I want to hear what, the feedback. Like do people like that? Do people don't like that? Um, and especially corporations. I mean, that's that's going to be one of the bigger aspects is making sure corporations are all on board with this um, because it, that that's really what's going to gain the traction uh, of consumers is being able to actually purchase real life things with a real coin that you're not just you know it's not Bitcoin you're not looking like I said at this point zero 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 one uh, there's no other coins really out there that you can essentially buy like m- goods at you know, corporate level, a, like a lot of corporate level places. All right, so he's partnering with Visa. <laughs> I mean, who else could it be? There, there's, there's a lot of just corporate companies. <laughs> yeah. Where we're definitely talking and making you know stuff happen with. That's exciting. No, that that's sick. That's very exciting. Are you guys all twenty years old? Yeah. We're, we're all young. Uh, we have a, a couple of you know advisors and guys on board that are a lot older. Um, but what's they, a lot older? Twenty eight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, forties, fifties. Oh, okay. Grown ass men. Grown ass men that are you know definitely helping us out, guiding us in the directions that we need uh, for certain things. A lot of legal stuff goes into this. Uh, a lot, like too much legal stuff actually goes into creating. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, and how'd you meet them? So I'll, I'm not gonna lie, my the guy that I'm, you know, the the CEO of the company. I'm not technically, I'm not the CEO of this company. Uh, I'm just, you know, I'm technically named COO, um, and basically he is very well connected, uh, and he's been able to really. Uh, he's actually located out in California, but he's really able to get some good connections with. Uh, you know, lawyers, just people in general, uh, talking with almost, you know, talking with these companies, he's the one bringing those connections to, like, the entire, wh- wh- whoever they are, he's bringing them. Now, how'd you meet him? He, he went to Salisbury. So, oh, my God. Is he financing it, too, or you guys are all contributing? So, y- yes, we're, uh, you know, we're, we're financing it. Uh, we do have, uh, basically, a way that I can't disclose that we're able to basically start really honing in funds uh you know we have a lot of investors that are on board with this which is really good uh but it's definitely a bigger bigger project uh just in general like a lot of money i didn't know you know how much money actually would go into this until we started breaking stuff down and you need a lot of fucking money like how much just attorneys alone exactly i mean in attorneys alone if you need good ass attorney need uh, attorneys you know, attorneys, the good, good ones, they could cost 2000 bucks a fucking hour. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> How many hours are you using them for? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you need, you need to definitely be able to go over, like, every little thing because with crypto, it's changing constantly. All the regulation and shit is changing. So imagine developing a coin, and then two years later when the you know, SEC or someone says, yeah, we're not, we, you can't do that anymore, your coin that you just fucking put hundreds of millions of dollars into is 
Oh. It wouldn't. It would do nothing. Right? Yeah. I mean, I feel like a lot of the regulations like aren't written yet. So no. It's like we're trying to. thought of it. Yeah, we're trying to like get ahead of that. Yeah. Like, basically, like ask them like, all right, if we're gonna do this, is this gonna be okay in five years? Where we don't want to do something and it just be completely like not okay. And what do they say to that? They've given us the good like advice on you know where they think things will go and you know what regulations are you know maybe where to stay away from and where like okay if you do this you'll be completely fine you don't have to worry uh, basically and how comfort you in that and like what they're saying huh, I mean it's <laughs> only a certain extent you can believe them but oh I mean, my god I'm confident for right now they you know they've been really helpful all the guys there have been really helpful and you know they they definitely starting to believe in it as well. Uh, which is definitely a big help. Oh yeah. So when do you think that your your coin will launch, Sarah? So the first kind of token that we're releasing should launch in around September. Uh, that's what we're kind of guessing. Uh, we're developing a token right now that kind of is the starter. You know, I'm not going to name any specific names to like what it actually is, um, but it's basically you know in really simple terms a starting coin um, and. Once we kind of go from there, the right funding, uh, it really develops into something that is going to be different than every other cryptocurrency you've seen. And just how you buy it, where you buy it, just everything will be completely different. Uh, and that's why we think it'll definitely be something that, hey, it, it seems like it'll be cool. Um, and if these companies are on board, I feel like people will be almost forced to use it if we start to gain corporate America over uh, then people will see a reason why they would actually just use it. Yeah, damn. I, I mean, I legit know nothing. So, like, <laughs> I'll probably buy it. Will it be easy to buy, you think? Steve will definitely buy it. I'm definitely going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. Yeah, well, of course. Yeah. Do you think it'll be easy to buy? Like, some coins, like, are fucking such pain in the ass to buy. This will be easy to buy. That's it's something that we definitely want to make, like, an easier process because... That's something I've noticed just as like even like a con- content creator trying to teach people crypto uh, within my own Discord and stuff. They have no idea. And when they come in and they're like, how do I do this? And I'm like, I point them in some directions. They're like, oh, this is confusing. I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm going to walk you through it exactly step by step what to do. They'll get it. But in order to get there, like to get to that where you can do that, you know, some exchanges, it's like, I, I don't understand. Yeah, it's absurd. I love when people like, set up a Coinbase account they want to buy this like like Dogecoin then they have to transfer to like Uniswap and then like they pay $150 in gas and all their money's yeah legit welcome to crypto yeah (laughs) let's talk about Ethereum yeah (laughs) I mean Ethereum's gas fees are just oh why is it called gas I I don't even know what it stands for remember we were trying to buy that coin what's that coin called uh Origin Trail. Origin Trail. Have you heard of Origin Trail? No. Oh. What is that? We were. It was like earlier on, like the viral stages like, of crypto. Twenty sixteen. Early twenty seventeen. And it was like the ICO stage, and we like had this guy who didn't have like a U.S. passport, so he could buy it for us. And we sent him like all this Ethereum, and he was trying to like process the transaction, whatever, to swap for origin trail and he just didn't have enough not gas. enough gas so then we all got our ethereum back but like we bought ethereum for the purpose of like one of our friends made mad money out of coin early in the day doug doug yeah he yeah. turned like a couple hundred bucks in like 40 grand we're like what the fuck and so we all thought like oh we got to get on the next project and then like we just didn't buy it 
like Sheba or something like that? It, it was called Origin Trail. It was supposed it, to be like sponsored by Walmart or like something. I don't even know. Yeah. Did you have any Dogecoin? I did. Before uh, the I, bust? I had, I had Dogecoin and Bitcoin. Uh, I bought them around the same time. I mean, I bought Bitcoin on leverage. So I do a lot of leverage trading. And uh, I bought Bitcoin at like 3800 Damn. Just because it was kind of, that was way back. Um, was after, that like 2020 or bef- before yeah, it got bigger? Like, after? After, after it had its like parabolic. That was like peak COVID, right? Yeah. Yeah. So after it had its like parabolic movement to the upside of like 20 grand and then fell, uh, I was kind of like doing some technicals on that. Saw that around those levels might be the last kind of buy and just kind of sent it and got like, you know, kind of, I mean, I guess you can say lucky, but it's not luck exactly because, you know, I plotted it the right way um but i'd say it was more lucky with dogecoin but oh, were you yeah. holding bitcoin from like 3800 to like 60k uh, i sold at 62 you just leveraged the entire time. leveraged the entire time so like that basically what i did was as soon as it like re- as soon as the like it retraces that's when i like to buy um so like retest pullbacks so it comes up and then it comes down that's where you hammer another buy on leverage so, you with do you guys know how to, do you know how to trade like leverage? Does that mean like you don't have the money on you and you're? I know what leverage is, but I don't know technical analysis at all. Okay, um, but like you uh, do you get like how like lot sizes would work on a leverage account? No. Okay, so something cool that's with lot sizes. Um, you could basically leverage. Uh, so say you have like five grand in the account, right? You can the broker that I use is, is Osprey, and it's actually kind of ridiculous. You could go five hundred to one leverage, which is a lot of leverage. So kind of risky. two hundred fifty k. Basically, you could be trading with that, right? And oh wow! What you can do is basically every time Bitcoin moves up a dollar, I can set my lot size so that I make a dollar, right? Even though I don't own a full Bitcoin, so I could in either direction I can sell. So that I could basically like short it almost, and I could buy it. If it goes in the direction that I need it to, every time it goes up a dollar, I may, I can set it so I make a dollar. Every time it goes up a dollar, I can set it so that I make ten dollars, twenty dollars, thirty dollars. Um, you have to have more margin in the account in order to do that. But as you you know set maybe a one dollar right, and it starts to trickle up, 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 and then it comes back you know down, and you buy again. Well, now you have more margin because you've already made money and then you could like kind of almost double. So now, okay, now I put another lot size, maybe another dollar. So now every time it goes up one dollar, I'm making two dollars. Kind of. I kind of what you mean. Yeah, kind of get what I'm saying. So if you bought it at 3,800 and you just leveraged 500 to one, you could buy, if I, you put like 3,800 bucks in the account, you could have 500 Bitcoin. I mean, if you, if you, you'd have to probably like enter perfectly. Um, but yes, you could theoretically, yeah. Um, and then you could just sell at sixty-two and retire. <laughs> yeah, but the odds of that, like, of you perfectly trading that, um, it's like impossible. It's like meaning yeah. like on the way up, doing all the right decisions too. Well, so when it goes in the opposite direction, you lose. Yeah, yeah that yeah, amount. Yeah, yeah. So if it goes in the opposite direction, say it pulls down, you know, say I only have five grand in the account, it goes down five k that day, like that account's blown. How many accounts have you blown? So I blew, when I started off, I blew like five or six accounts. Um, it's like 30 grand? Well, it's um, like whatever you, you, you did. Okay, yeah. so you didn't always put five grand in. Yeah. Gotcha. I gotcha. put 50 in. 
that, that would be uh, it'd be, I mean I have had some big losses I mean everyone does as a trader if you really want to get good you have to learn how to lose yeah which is what people never post which is like oh, yeah. I feel like a lot of people get called out online they're like you're only posting your wins it's like fucking of course like why would I post yeah. my losses yeah, 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 yeah no it's true no one's interested in the losses I mean I'm interested no yeah no that's true Wall Street bets is like you get credit for that was a big loss. Yeah. Yeah. Kudos. They like, they like that shit. I like on Wall Street bets when people post like them losing a million dollars and making like five million somehow. And then, like they'll like lose a million down and then they'll just like be left with like a thousand dollars and then they just like oh, skyrocket back up. You're like ah, I don't know. <clears throat> Do you ever get scared when you're trading? Uh, not. I used to, but you can't. If you let emotions trickle into trading you'll never you'll never be successful at it wow and that's probably that's probably is true I, I feel like I definitely uh, I, I like I get rid of things way too fast and I'm like fuck like I had GameStop like 20 bucks because my friends liked the stock like a fucking idiot like you didn't know it was a meme stock and it went up to what like four fucking hundred like four hundred yeah yeah <clears throat> it's crazy I'm, I'm definitely like I need to know more about like but how you, to like, my situation the thing is you're never going to time it perfectly no you can't like, as much research, it's so hard. So like, you just have to celebrate your wins. If you make 10, 20%, like, just take it. Yeah. Flow it into something else and do it again. Yeah. If you're just waiting for that one to like hit big, it's like, it's hard to do. No, no, no it's definitely true. That's definitely the way I've been like taught. Here's a, here's a little hypothetical for you. Would you rather, right now, Bitcoin's at like $20,000. Would you rather have $1 million in Bitcoin or $2 million US? Definitely $2 million in the U.S. Yeah. Without a doubt. Right now, yeah. Scary I, times for Bitcoin? Scary times for Bitcoin. I still, I think that it's possible that it keeps dropping. Sheesh. Do you I, think it will... Do, so a lot of people think like Bitcoin could reach 100K. Do you think it ever will? That's a good question. I don't exactly... I, I think it could. I think what right now we're going to see is it drop to anywhere from like 9 grand to 11 grand in that range. Damn. Once it gets there, that'll be a good opportunity to buy. And I do think that it could get to a hundred grand. The only reason why I would say that is just purely off history. Uh, you know, this is I've always like if you look at Bitcoin's complete chart, every time it blows, it, it goes up parabolically. It'll retrace eighty percent. It happened back in twenty eleven. It happened back in twenty fourteen. It happened back in twenty eighteen. What do you mean? Like, say it, it reaches a spot, but then it does come down. It always goes back up. It always comes down eighty percent. And it's always over four-year intervals. Like those are all, those are all four-year. I didn't even realize, like I said it, but like those are all four-year intervals. And you have a bull market to a bear market, and then a bull market to a bear market throughout four years. So, 2011, bull that was coming down, right? So then it trickled down 80 percent, and over the next couple of years, uh, four years, it comes all the way up to the high in 2015, and then comes all the way back down and it recedes 80%. So every time that it goes up parabolically, once it hits that top, uh, it always comes down about 80% uh, every single time. So what's 80% of 62? Like 9K or whatever you said? Uh, I think it's a little bit above it. Um, I'd have 11, to, I, yeah, uh, but I can't do math right now. But. I'd, I'd have to pull it. So, so you think it, you think it'll go, it could go back up to that peak that we saw? What was it, sixty two, sixty something, sixty four maybe? I think it was sixty nine. 
69? <laughs> Fucking Bitcoin. <laughs> what a perverted coin. I, I actually do. I think it was 69. It hit like 64 with traced all the way down and then shot back up. And I think at the top was like 69. Oh, fuck me. That might have been on purpose by banks. Yeah, it probably was. They're per- <laughs> guys are perverts and guys are on the banks. No, I'm kidding, everybody. <laughs> so are you just trading crypto now or do you do any like options or stock trading? I do a lot of options. Um, so day trading options is still... I, I would honestly still prefer that over crypto. Um, I just like it better. I just like in crypto long-term potential and the ability to leverage trade, but options trading is like my bread and butter. Honestly, like that's what I do best and that's what I've been doing for the five years that I've been trading. Um, the reason why I got into options was because I suffered a massive loss. Uh, I bought a, <laughs> <laughs> I bought a Coin, or I bought a, a stock and got really lucky. Like when I was first trading, I had saved up, you know, some good money, and I was like, all right, let's, you know, I have, I saved up for, you know, uh, probably like three or four years, um, just like working, 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 and I, I'll, I'll, I'll even say share the numbers. That's okay. Um, I basically I had like ten grand, and I was, you know, this is awesome. I'm gonna invest this. I got really. How old are you at this time? I was like 15. 15. Oh man! So I was like, all right, I'm gonna take this money, throw it into everything, all of it into one thing, right? And just not look at it. So I threw it into one stock. Um, basically, it, it was called uh, what the hell did I throw? I forgot what it was actually. I have it somewhere on my Robinhood account, but I threw it in and just exploded it was some like penny stock that just like i just like yeah fuck it and i i got up to like 45 grand uh Damn. really good return um one of my buddies was actually like kind of uh, he basically gave me a little bit of insight on it, but Uh-oh. quote unquote because like i don't really know if it was that's insane. why he's not he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was like yeah like it was he gave you the idea to buy it yeah he gave me a really good idea he was if like, a 15 year old knows inside information about stock like we got bigger problems yeah, 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 yeah. he's in the kitchen <laughs> and his parents were talking about it he's like oh jake's gotta know <laughs> so he was just saying like buy this it looks good basically and i was like all right that um so i bought it was good uh and then i learned how options worked and from $45,000, I, I started to options trade. Uh, I knew nothing about it. I knew nothing about technical analysis. I just knew like how to hit buy, how to hit sell, um, and like kind of pray. I knew nothing about it. Um, and I lost like like 30 grand. Damn. So you're at least <laughs> yeah, you're up five from I that up, I was up five because that was my stop. I was like, all right, I got but like I, okay, we're done. Like I, I have to stay positive. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I lost a lot of money for like, and at fifteen, I was like, I didn't know what I was. I was like, holy shit! Like I've never seen money like this. Yeah, yeah oh yeah. Um, and you know, from there, I sat down and just taught myself. Like that, that was my turning point. Honestly, that's where like I just sat down. And was like, oh, I got to teach myself how to actually do this. Uh, it took me probably about two years to come completely. Like from that moment, about two years, uh, to completely be like to the point where I'm like, I'm so confident in this that I don't even worry anymore about trading. Like I'm that confident that I will. Damn, work. I gotta, I gotta just you, you have give to you my money. Though, right? Oh yeah. So I mean, I I trade about eighty five percent, anywhere from eighty to eighty five percent. Most of my trades, when I'm day trading, uh, I take my numbers on stuff. So that's mostly what I do. Um, 
I'd rather day trade, especially with like how markets have been. It's just better, uh, in my opinion. Take long-term positions only when the market recedes like crazy amounts. That's when I'll be like, all right, I'm buying. Uh, Got you. But I have a strict stop loss, so my stop loss is only 10 to 15%. After that, especially day trading, after that, I... I I don't care. Like it, that is it. As soon as it hits that, I'm always like, I'm out. I it could tap it for a second and reverse the other way, and I'd be like, I, I just no, next trade. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's just the mindset. I feel like you gotta have. Yeah, you have you have your limit. You can't go past. Get so, rules. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I always hear that. So I saw this one kid. I saw one of your videos. He was live, I think, on TikTok. His name was like Alex Sadak or some shit. Yeah. And like he, like you, I guess you must have typed that like Bitcoin was going to go down to like twenty something. And he said like, "Bro, there's no shot it goes under 40. And this kid's got millions of followers, legit. Two, two million followers. Two million followers. And he like basically like scoffed everything you said. You ended up being right. But the thing about him is, I saw another video he posted saying that the sun is not what causes skin cancer. Like he goes from crypto to like that, like. Yeah, so he originally, like, what I thought was that he originally kind of, and I, I, I'm kind of skeptical now because I can't really He just it. spits bullshit. He does, like, he has this thing, Create Your Own Reality, um, which is, like, basically wisdom on, you know, just, you know, manifesting, stuff like that, which I all, I believe in that all, like, you know, you could definitely manifest a lot, but I think he originally kind of blew up on TikTok from saying, like, oh, I made all this money in crypto, dropshipping stuff um, as well, and... I can't find the videos anymore. I don't know why, but yeah, I, you probably deleted them. Like I can't, but I swear, like that's what I thought. He basically blew up on, and apparently, like, I, don't know, I was checking the comments section of that video, and a lot of people were saying that he was like saying to buy AMC GME at like completely the wrong time. Oh yeah, and they he's lost no expert. So much money, like a bunch of kids were saying, I lost so much money. That a lot of kids were saying that they lost money in his like or his NFT project. Um, it's kind of just oh yeah like, now people are going out in the sun without sunscreen and they're going to get sick because Alex Sadek <laughs> he legit says that this and look I, I go out in the sun without sunscreen all the time but like he, the fact that he's like going from like a crypto expert to like conspiracies basically being like the suntan lotion industry is lying to us so that we wear like, he literally is saying that yeah no I mean he's like, most of his content has always been that the manifesting and stuff like that it's just he did have like he does talk about his crypto gains a yeah lot. Um, and that's why I said it in that live because I just wanted to see what his opinion was I wanted to see like alright let's see if you know anything because I it was obvious to me like that Bitcoin was definitely like it was gonna tank um, and a lot oh. of, a lot of my friends that I also like you know I, I like to really talk with a bunch of my buddies about you know trading and stuff uh, you know whoever you surround yourself by that's who you you know tend to become to be and like when we're trading and stuff we'd love talking to each other because it's only getting us better uh, but basically like everyone was agreeing and you know we all thought that and that's why I kind of wanted to ask him and he said it like I texted that in that live he said it um, and then I said say it again because I'm going to screen record it and call you out on it I told him <laughs> I was going to do this that's the funniest part is I legit told the kid like I'm going to call you out on this later like you're going to regret saying this I still said it <laughs> and it, you, got, you got a lot of views on it yeah, I mean, I mean that was a fantastic call too. <laughs> yeah. Steve told me when you told him, he was like, "I talked to him. He said Bitcoin's going to go twenty two k." Yeah, in no, June, no you literally knew it in June. I was like, "There's no shot," and then here we are. It's yeah. it's even lower. Yeah. So you think it's going to hit nine to ten range? 
Yeah, uh, nine to you know eleven ish. And you thinking that might be a good opportunity to buy? I think that's definitely a good opportunity to buy if a short stop loss in that. You know, if if it does drop below that, get the fuck out. Don't don't even buy, don't buy anything. Like, oh if, my god! If the ta- if the market tanks that much, I'd be just concerned about crypto in general um, because you know Bitcoin still is that like almost like the S and P of yeah. yeah. It's just got that you know almost like an index to it but I do think that even if Bitcoin did tank but others didn't and they could like almost Bitcoin continues down but other still start you know maybe making that upwards movement Bitcoin's dead and others could still be very bullish yeah I guess that could happen just because like I said Bitcoin doesn't have much value it's I heard people call it a uh, value holder like exactly. gold, yeah, yeah. That's and that's why I think it's still it'll bounce from there, and maybe even continue up to a hundred k. It could blow that though. But I mean, if you think if it goes below eight thousand, that it's fucking dope. Yeah, I mean, I'd have to see exactly how it would like sit in there because if it blows nine k, in my opinion, I think it's just. I mean, you might see just to like three grand, oh. just straight down, like not even no budge, like just a falling knife. If it hits three grand again, will you buy? That's a good question. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, that's a risky for me. Uh, that's a little too risky, honestly, in my opinion. Uh, I would want to see it really. really what do I just buy in one? I guess it depends where you're at financially, because not everyone wants to just dish out three grand. I no, guess. I mean, I, I, I guess I would probably buy one. Yeah, <laughs> just to, say just to have, it, you know. But I don't. I'd want to probably run technicals on it, see exactly what it's doing, because if it hits three grand, it should only be in there for less than like. I'm like, if it's gonna go down that low and doesn't reverse out of there quicker than you've ever seen like a crypto reverse then it's going to stay down there because there's algorithms that should be like buy 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 unless they yeah. see something drone yeah so gotcha. if it does touch in there and it's like immediate rejection i would probably wait for that on a smaller time frame great rejection and be like all right it might be like good time to buy but you might only see it at three grand if it did go that low for like maybe seconds and it could already be back up at like six by the time you click buy yeah wow that quickly i think that it because that's way that's a lot of buying pressure down there yeah do you know who coach jv is i don't he's a crypto guy and uh no he, he he's got like similar i mean he said some similar things to you but i don't know he could be another bullshit artist too he's got like a beard he's, he's literally liver king for crypto he, he's like, what's up, primals? Or not primals, but like, what's up, something? Warriors, he says. Uh, oh, no, I, I, I've definitely seen him. You've is probably that, seen I've him seen, on the feed. Yeah, I've heard people, I've heard a guy say, what's up, Warriors? Yeah, 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 it's definitely him. He, he's he's all big on like XRP and. Blah, yeah, blah, blah, no, blah. he says XRP Warriors or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. I know who that guy is. Actually. I didn't know that was. Yeah. He's all about like, the World Economic Forum and stuff. He's like, they have you looking this way, but everything's happening on this side. Like, he's all about that shit. Yeah, no, I mean, it definitely, in my opinion, goes both ways you just got to kind of look at everything and kind of make your own decision making when it comes to that stuff um like with xrp and stuff i'm kind of tossed in the middle right now i see both sides i just don't know if both sides are kind of like a manipulation in a way you know yeah for me it's so hard to know what to believe yeah it it is that's why i had to get someone in my living room to tell me in person you would never lie to me in my living room But that's why I rather look at technicals because I have run technicals on XRP and if it looks like a good buy on technical analysis, I'll say, all right, fuck it, yeah, I'll buy it. But uh, 
it's been in a pretty big downtrend. I mean, with crypto, uh, just in general. So I'm gonna wait for that to definitely break some other levels. And it's so, I mean, it's so cheap right now that okay, if I don't get it, it's at like you know thirty cents. If I don't get it at thirty cents, and I get it at fifty cents. All right. Well, if it blows up, you're still got so much of it. Yeah, like it doesn't matter. I mean, I have some XRP. I'm holding it, but um, I definitely, in that regards, like you know, stuff like that, especially. If, ISO two zero zero two two coins, so that's basically XRP XLM. Uh, there's a bunch of them uh, that you can look up, and those are all the coins that I think ADA is too. But those, all those types of coins are kind of what the World Economic Forum and things along those nature. That's where they're gearing towards. Those are all like centralized coins, right? Yeah. Um, so that I think that they're definitely they're good to look into and be aware of be very aware of them and if this bull run comes and they start to you know trickle up with it all right now it might be time to look into them you know and maybe buy uh to portion out you know your portfolio but right now just you know just keep an eye on them and wait it's more of a waiting game on you know anything like along those lines and just crypto in general um when do you think this bull market might happen if you had to guess september september we wait till september it's not far away September could be at least where we're seeing the bottoms. Yeah. You might not see the bull market happen. Now you might see it trickle sideways. And that's kind of what, just like stocks, you need to, like if it comes down and hits the low, you'll know it's the low. It's going to bounce from the low, but it's not going to, it might just you know, bounce and kind of trickle sideways. Keep waiting that out um, before it starts to really like, make its way up, up, up. And then you'll know when the parabolic move is. I mean, you could... It's just straight up, but you call me when it when you know it's coming. <laughs> you call me. Definitely. <laughs> Throw you a text. Yeah, please. Um, right. I, I got a question. Yeah. So, you went to college. Like, how did it go with your parents? I don't know if they were paying for your education or if you lived with them. But I assume at one point you had to say, like, "Mom, Dad, like, this isn't for me. I'm done." So yeah, it's a great question. That's a really good question. Um, I took so I went to college for my fall of freshman year that semester. Uh, and what year is this? This is twenty 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 one. So this oh, is oh damn! So COVID right? happened. So I was a senior when COVID happened. Oh okay. wow! School, so I didn't, shit! I, I didn't Fuck even, me, dude! <laughs> wow! Yeah, so I didn't even get a high school graduation. Damn, that's uh, brutal. But. It was okay. Um, so I went to college after that. College was kind of like a weird experience just in general after, you know, COVID. I'll say this actually because I don't even care anymore. I got, uh, actually, no. Basically, um, at Franklin and Marshall, I didn't exactly feel like, like everyone kind of had the same ambitions, like, business-wise in a way and like entrepreneurial-wise so that's kind of why I was like all right um, I took the fall uh, semester I basically did that and I started the investlog with my buddy uh, during that semester actually so and he's your buddy from high school no so he was actually a friend from my high school's friend friend of a friend okay. that happened to live in this next town over from me in Connecticut, Connecticut. Completely coincidentally, um, I never knew him. Uh, I didn't even know the kid that went to Salisbury with me. That it was oh, really? his friend. I didn't even know him. Uh, but coincidentally, met him, and 
we actually went to a music festival together like a couple years prior. We didn't talk much, but we started to really talk once COVID hit and, uh, you know, all the markets started going crazy. I kind of helped him out with some stock stuff. Um, and we kind of just really hit it off and started our own discord, uh, for stocks. And, uh, we were doing like options, call outs, uh, you know, giving guys good times to buy in and stuff. And so I realized the next semester I wasn't going to go to school. Uh, and for that spring semester and I played lacrosse at F&M so I had to call my coach saying I'm not coming oh wow um, damn and that was that was pretty tough uh, you know just from like an athletic standpoint uh, especially for my parents they're like alright what's going on here um, what are you doing <laughs> you know um, you play. You should be playing lacrosse you should be going to school and I was like no I think I think this would be a good opportunity to really start to like really focus in on, on building a business and just building a brand and you know, focusing on stocks, focusing on that stuff, and they're like, uh, whatever you say, like, this will only be like a one-time thing. And do, you, do your parents have, like, like, do either of them work in finance? Like, are they that familiar with stocks, or? They, they like, they have no idea, really. My dad, he does have a financial advisor, but he has no, like, they don't know anything. Really. So they're like, my son's trading stocks, like, yeah, they, they, they don't really They're know. like, what? what the hell are you doing? Go get your education. Yeah. Um, which is fine. I mean, I totally, I get, it took me a while, actually. It took me a couple of years to, like, understand, like, because in my mind at that moment, I was just like, I don't know why they don't, like, understand what I'm trying to do. Like, why can't they see it? Um, and it took them some time to, like, understand now. I mean, now they're even, like, they're more open to me dropping out. But I was like, no, I'm actually going to go to school now. Uh, you know, reverse psychology. <laughs> no, they did that. No, you think they didn't care. The, the reverse psychology. Yeah, that, we kind of like reversed roles, though, um, in a way, even though it, it might have been some reverse psychology. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, but it was, that's what I kind of thought was funny is like now I'm like, all right, I want to go study like more international business and maybe you know start to really hone in on businesses uh, just from like an entrepreneur standpoint. But they've always been supportive, supportive of it. Um, they just weren't exactly, they didn't get it for a while. And once I started to honestly get some more like traction with it, uh, go on tour, they were like, okay, this might be something, you know? And I've shown them a couple of the other projects that I have going on. Like, you know, I'm showing, I've, they're now, they're well aware of that crypto that I'm developing, uh, developing another app called Nightlife. Um, that's kind of new as well. What's that about? Uh, so that's about basically, we're developing a, a lot of social medias, but it's like a social media for going out in a way. Uh, for just nightlife. Uh, so, like, have you ever wanted to see, like, if your friends are going to the same bar as you or something? Oh, yeah, like for that? sure. So, like, we're trying to develop, uh, we're in the MVP stage of this as well. Uh, and it's basically an app that can bring people together, connecting, right? But in a totally different aspect, like, you could order drinks at a bar through your phone, through an app. And the venue will have this app as well. Um, it's not just a app for you know a consumer right for party goers in a way it's for every like there's three interfaces of the app but you can also like we want to have basically like you know on snap maps how they basically have like almost a heat map in a way you can see where people are have something around those lines uh, lined up with it just be able to connect with people like and follow them see what bars your friends are going to see what bars um see who's just going to the bar and that this can all be changed like you don't have to allow everyone to see um obviously the privacy policies 
you're going to be able to customize like who can see stuff if you want to yeah. a private account. But if you're a public account, anyone can see who is going to this bar. And now you can message people before and say, like, you know, if you see a cute girl, you're like, hey, you're going to the same bar as me tonight, you know, um, along those lines uh, and kind of like try to meet up in those aspects. Uh, we think that that'll be something. It's just, just never something's never really came to the market like this. And that's why we think it'll definitely be unique, um, especially if ordering drinks. Like, how long do you wait in the line at the bar to order a drink? Why not just do it digitally? I mean, you wouldn't know, right? Yeah, it's true. You're not even 21, bro. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I've been some 18 Got plus it. bars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some 18 plus bars. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's definitely something that we think will be a cool project. That one's gaining a lot of traction quickly, actually. I feel like that would be great for colleges. Yeah. Yeah, 100,000%. Like, also, meeting up with people, just like if you, and we're going to have to really go over the, like, the legal stuff of this, but. Like meeting up with people, almost like Tinder aspect to it, but you can meet up with them uh, so that, like, say you say your boys don't want to go out that night, but you're like, all right, let me let me you know put out on this and see if like anyone hits me up, and you know maybe I can go out with them for the night, see how they are. Like you know, if you're looking for a date, if you're looking for just like a couple of guys or girls to go out with, groups of girls, groups of guys, um, we definitely think it'd be cool. We just gotta really hone in and make sure we we want to be have like a verification process without with this app as well so that you know like all right this on this app this person is who they actually say they are yeah um, for sure know, if you look on tinder they have a verification like on what's tinder. like the the best way to do that though is it like linked to facebook i feel like people don't even use facebook anymore they'll no. be like send a picture of you and doing this hand gesture like the apps will do that yeah like the dating apps yeah no, and that, they'll be like they'll be like put your hand up to verify it's you like, I think Bubble does that. Yeah. But can you think that? It's really, I, it's I bet really you hard. can, but like, it makes it harder. I'll say this because I've done KYC checks for my brokerage, and we need a lot of like people with their IDs. We used to. We've gotten it's gotten better, but we had to take people's like people had to take their picture with their ID next to them and like their face, and you could tell like when it's a phone screen, like if they're trying to like just hold another phone screen of like a picture. Um, it, it's pretty, oh yeah it's hard to, Facebook does I mean I guess yeah. people, like, people are going to get around it like there's going to be the yeah way. but you're eliminating you a lot of them yeah, <clears> exactly a lot harder. also people can like kind of spot a fake profile exactly like really look for people to go out with I feel like we'd be pretty good at like not getting catfished but like and I mean as soon as like they go out <clears> once like then you could have people like vouch for them like this person yeah. is real this person has gone out with these people that many yeah. times well we're thinking yeah. uh, and this is going to be a nice legal aspect to it as well if we could get your ID onto the app and no waiting in lines well so you have like a very well, we also have the skip the line feature as well but uh, we wanted to basically have it so you don't eat, like you buy your ticket online you don't have to like you would have to wait in line, but your ID would be on your phone. You don't need your wallet with you because you're paying for drinks on your phone. You don't need any form of identification if you don't want to bring it because a lot of people lose their IDs, they lose their credit cards at bars, or they get pickpocketed, right? And you know, Yeah, that and aspect alone is pretty strong. Now, if you lose your phone, that's going to suck, but you know, <laughs> you, you, at least like you know, your phone, that's all you have to bring to the bar. You don't have to bring... Yeah, you know, a lot of you know your wallet would be worried about that. Um, we also want to integrate crypto into it uh, and see if like bars are interested in that because 
most bars, the reason why they couldn't really have what we're noticing, crypto within them is because it's hard to like make that transaction within a bar scene. Now, if you already had your wallet connected to it, well, and like it's a digital process, it's a lot easier. It's just yeah. happened quick. Oh, yeah. Hmm. All yeah. right, I got, I got a question for you. Yeah? Don't take this the wrong way, because I don't mean it that way. But, so at the end of November, you made a video, and you said these coins are going to make you a millionaire. Oh, boy. <laughs> it was Nano, which was $6. It's now 80 cents. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Decentraland, which was three dollars and twenty cents, is now eighty-four cents. Axie Infinity, one hundred and thirty-five dollars, now fourteen dollars. And Sandbox, which was three fifty, and now it's ninety-five cents. God damn, we are so <laughs> fucked. My question is, like, obviously crypto's down. Do you still believe in any of these, like, long term? Are there other coins like that you're looking at that you have your eyes on? Those coins are all basically metaverse incorporated coins. Yeah, and I think like Axie Infinity, I'm pretty sure they got hacked, which is like why they lost a ton of money. Sandbox, I like Sandbox. I, I just feel like it's taken them years to create a product. I feel, I, I feel like that those coins will not be ready for another 10 years. But you think those are still good buys? Still good buys. Decentraland, that's the one that's like, is that mana, Decentraland? Yeah, mana. I actually bought that and sold that because I saw like there's the market cap for like these coins is so fucking high or some shit. Yeah. Now, the reason why um, I would still be so bullish on them is because following the money, look at all these corporations dumping billions of dollars into the metaverse. Yeah, Um, it is crazy. So So is that coins you would use in the metaverse? No, they're just dumping billions of dollars. Just. But I'm saying like Decentraland. Is that like, how, how, what's the utility behind it? I don't think it's like fully built out for all of them, but they are like the creator of the metaverse, so it's going to be. Like That's like the, the the dollar of that land. It's like okay. Yeah, I don't know if you have to pay like a monthly fee to use it. Like it would probably be through that or something. Yeah, interesting. But yeah, I mean, I definitely would say that you know that's that's you know part of Web three. I think what will be very like when we talk metaverse talk, I think what's going to be the best. Uh, thing is AR, so augmented reality versus the virtual reality. Um, I know Apple's coming out with something by the end of this year, early 2023, uh, their Apple Glass. Uh, so I think that... How can they call it that after Google Glass? Because it's not Google. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the phone existed. They just threw an eye Google Glass it. was so ahead of its time. It was very... It really was. It is absurd. Yeah. I kind of want to buy one. Yeah, they're kind of cool. They're sick. The cardboard. Just the the thing that oh those yeah those. Well, they were Google Glass yeah right? so a Google Glass like originated with like the cardboard VR do you remember that did you ever see that that was a long time ago no I don't remember that so they had um, the only reason why I know this is one of my neighbors they like he like started working at Google as a developer I think um, but his kid came over one time and like showed me like, what the hell is this I was like ten years old and no idea what it was it was like basically like you put your phone into it it was like vr before vr but in like a cardboard box i i think actual google glass you might be so young he doesn't even know what it is no i know it. i know you're talking about the glasses and had the thing on the yeah side. yeah well, i think that was before the cardboard really because it was augmented it's not what year was google glass it was augmented it had to be 20 what year were you born 2001 damn are you looking up google glass 
cardboard. Alright, let me look up Google Glass real quick. Oh, I like kind of remember this. Was it cool? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I, I feel was, like a lot of people get disappointed by like, the quality of like the VR world right now. Yeah. Uh, Google awesome. Glass is 2014. 2014? So you were 13 years old. And I was 22. Holy shit. Yeah. It was this thing. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of something. I don't know why. Maybe I just pictured it looking different. But So I remember on our phone call a few months ago, you were talking about like a lot of people's like expectations for VR is like you're in a new world, but in reality it's going to be like you're just walking in this world and then you'll see stuff through like the glasses. Yeah. But they, but you'll still see like everything else. I mean, that's, that's the whole AR scene and that's where I think it will go. Like you put the glasses on and there will be stuff that is in this, you know, world, but there will also be stuff that's almost in, like, a, uh, you know, fake world. Have you ever... Have like you Pokemon watched? Go? Kind of, <laughs> I, I guess, kind of. Like, like you see a Charmander over there, but it's uh, not actually there? Yeah, like, on the, how you could, like, see it. Yeah, that's, I mean... The glasses would make it so you could see it actually yeah, there. That's, kind, that's pretty fucking cool. It is cool. I just think it's going to take a lot of time to perfect, yeah. you know. It's yeah. going to take 10 years, really. Um, but... Like, it was something about it. I was going to say something else. I forgot. Uh, FDA banned Juul today. Are you, are <laughs> you a jeweler? That. No, I used to be, but... I, wow, I was going to say, I feel like most, a lot of 20-year-olds are. Yeah, I uh, I stopped with vaping. That's uh, good. I, yeah, I was That's a, good, yeah. I, I was a vaper, and, you know, and now I'm finally like, yeah. That's good. Was it hard to cut off? Uh, yeah, it was definitely hard to cut Was off. it? Um, I feel like cigarettes, I, I don't smoke either, but I feel like cigarettes seems harder to get rid of. I would probably guess that cigarettes is harder than vaping. Yeah. The thing about vaping, though, is, like, you can do it anywhere. Like, anywhere. cigarettes, you would have to make, like, an effort to get, well, I guess if you're a smoker, you'll smoke inside. Yeah, but at work, you have to get off, like, leave. Well, like, there's other people who vape in their office, for sure. Yeah, I mean, 100%. you could go to the bathroom and literally vape if you want Oh, yeah. To. At these media agencies, I heard a lot of people are just vaping in the bathroom. Yeah. It's part of the culture. 100%. But, yeah, I thought that was surprising because so many vapes today, there's so many different ones that are out there. I don't know why they're just banning Juul. They're going to... Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. Pretty sure Mexico bans, like, vapes in general. Like, just really? straight up out of the country. Not even just Juul. I wonder why. I just, like, who knows what's in that chemical like that liquid yeah but they, I'd rather just smoke cigarettes <laughs> I feel like I, I, I feel like cigarettes are worse for you I think cigarettes are worse probably, for you probably but I don't know what the fuck's in that there's no at least you know you're getting into cancer of cigarettes like, like I just hear no idea what it popcorn long like horror stories and I'm like fuck that give me yeah give me for sure long cancer do you guys remember there was like a day I don't know I don't know if this was in like, there was a day on Twitter where everyone, like, this was a while ago, but it was when jewels were, like, exploding. And there was a day where everyone, like, just posted on Twitter and, like, Instagram, but mostly Twitter. And it was all along the lines of, like, their brothers, sisters, friends, like, daughters, like, pet got lung cancer from vaping. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, that I remember was, the like, whole, like, huge, like, thing. The whole, like, faulty. It's scary, man. I mean, you never know. Yeah. Yeah, vape, yeah. Although, like... Do you vape? You don't vape. No, not at all. No way. Have, have I tried a vape? For sure. I like, vape. Do I vote? Vape? No. Yeah, of course. Everybody's tried one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wonder. I wonder what percentage of people have tried a vape. Oh, it's hot. It's, it, in the younger generations, it's fucking hot. Younger generations is definitely high. Like, I, my, my, I know my, my dad has definitely not done like a vape. 
I, I don't know that for a fact, but I do. I doubt he has. I doubt my parents have. Yeah, there's, we're, there's smart but people. If you're under the age of 30, I would say there's like a 95% chance that you've smoked one once. A vape? It's like one puff. I, I, not, do you think, so you think 90% of people under the age of 30 have well, tried Well, between 20 and 30, I'll say. Yeah. Uh, well, let's make a poll. Nine out of 10 people we know in that age range have definitely tried it. For yeah. sure. Yeah. I can't name anybody who hasn't. Nine out of 10 Americans between ages of 20 and 30 have vaped before? Have ripped a jewel. <laughs> I, I, I bet. I bet it's around there. I it's definitely about fifty percent. Any of your friends who are like totally against it? I actually know one person that has not ever tried one, or maybe actually no, she probably has. So it like maybe once. one, and I'm sure you know a fuck ton. Of people. Yeah, no, I really don't know anyone that's never not tried it once. Tried it one time, like at least like tried it once. I would say that yeah. nine out of ten is probably a good number to be around. Yeah, I would even go younger, honestly. Just knowing, I mean, my sister. You think teenage? Yeah, I could see like teenagers. Yeah, my sister's in high school right now, and like hearing like what she says about like the high school scene is absolutely insane because. You know, I remember when I was in high school, like, what would go on, and now everything, like, like vaping and stuff, that goes on, like, three years prior to, like, when I was there. And, like, we're going to the same, you know, we went to the same, like, public school that, you know. And, yeah. You know, so it's not like it's a different crowd or anything, but, like, it definitely went on a lot earlier with her generation than I've ever even, like, thought would happen. And I know it's, you know. Like 12 years old? Yeah. That's terrible, Easy. dude. Nobody Easy. in my high school smoked vape. Oh, I think it was a thing. I don't, no kids were like huffing axe cans because they couldn't get their hands on anything. Dip was very popular. Dip was very popular. Yeah, I mean, and have, kids would smoke cigarettes. Like, would like you guys dip. drink it all at, at Salisbury? Like, we never did. At Avon, yeah, we, like, Salisbury, uh, a boarding school. Yeah, our rival boarding school. We had a brawl between our schools. Who won? We did. It was on our turf, and it was like it was a very good football class for us. So there was like guys in the NFL in that fight, like legit fight. Kids like went to the hospital and shit. Our headmaster got punched. No, our rat was out there for two more years. Was so it, what was, was it? Blade, Blade that was in twenty. That was in like two thousand eight or nine. Maybe to maybe two thousand seven. I don't know. That was a while ago. So you were six years old. Oh my god, bro. <laughs> you were just a little kid when that happened. Yeah, it was, like it was the year before I got there. That's crazy. Wow, that's a fight. So. It's probably yeah. You're probably like seven years old. Touching the headmaster's a little, uh, it's a little excessive. And he's a big guy, yeah, yeah dude. It was, it was like that. <laughs> but yeah, like I heard after I left Avon, it was a lot easier to like. Kids were like, now weed pens existed, so now kids are using weed pens. Like I yeah. never even thought of smoking weed on campus. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely say that like drinking and like that kind of stuff. You know, dab pens. Um, it was easy to get get away with drinking on campus. I wouldn't say it was easy. I mean, we had uh, we had some years where some you know a decent amount of kids would be getting kicked out for it. But Salisbury gave you two chances. Um, so if you got caught twice, you're out. Um, they always really, and you know for just you know drinking, smoking along those lines, you'd be drug tested and stuff. Um, if you did, did you ever get caught, caught with anything? No, I was never really. Uh, you think I, everything's decentralized. For the <laughs> I was never, I'm not just like I don't know. I was never really a big partier. Uh, I think that's why maybe I also didn't really care about college because all college to me seemed like was a yeah. lot, a lot, a lot of partying. It's uh, a major part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And like I, I mean, I could go to a party, have a good time. I'm not a big drinker. I have a couple drinks. Um, but like, 
I just, I don't know, it just wasn't, like, fit for me, in a way, uh, so, like, I was, like, it just seemed like everyone's blacking out every single weekend, Yeah, it's just not up my alley. Four times a week, yeah. Yeah, no, I just would rather be working on stuff to just kind of get me a little bit further, you know. It appears to be working. <laughs> seems yeah. to be working. Honestly, I the first like video most, I saw of you were partying, but. Most people just don't have that mindset until after. Oh yeah, for sure. So it's like it's tough to. that you have it now. Yeah, I've seen more a lot more kids that are kind of like getting there. Like, I feel like it's honestly because I I partied a little in high school, um, like before I went to Salisbury. Though, like well, I was young, and I kind of partied then, and I was like, eh, yeah, that, that, that <laughs> was you're it. over it. I was over it. I was like, yeah. <laughs> that was that was my experience. And then going to Salisbury, I mean, you could probably like kind of, I mean, going to a prep school where you're boarding there. I don't know, it kind of gives that college feel to it, almost in a way. So that, that's, that's probably very true. That's kind of why I think I was a little bit diff. Like, I, I feel like a lot of kids that are actually, like, a bunch of my friends that I talk to, they're like, I'm over this. Like, we've lived in a dorm room now for, like, you know, their freshman and sophomore years of college. Like, I've lived in a dorm room for, fucking like, six years now. Like, yeah. I'm done. Like, so did crazy. you get sent home during COVID? Yeah. So, actually, no. No. Yes, but no. So... Did you guys have like a massive spring break in like March? Yeah, like, basically the whole month of March was the whole off. month of March. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you remember, like COVID really hit like mid March, and so the thing that kind of sucked honestly was I said bye to you know a bunch of my friends that this is my senior year, so I said bye to like everyone thinking I was going to see them at the end of March. Oh damn! And you never see those kids again, dude. Never saw those kids again. Yeah. Um, Holy fuck. You know, that that's kind of the thing that sucked, honestly, like, a, you know, not being able to say goodbye to, like, guys that you, I went to Salisbury for three years, and you're, like, not being able to say bye to some of those guys, like, in person kind of sucked. Like, I'll see them at the reunion, hopefully. Uh, but. Yeah. And the international kids, you probably will never see again. Never see again. You never know. Yeah, you do never know. A lot of them are here in New York City. No, that's definitely true. They'll come through in New York City, a lot of them. Yeah, that that is true. In L.A. I I I actually saw one when I was just in L.A. From where is that student from? He was from Vietnam. Damn, yeah, we we, uh, knew a Thai one, and we went to uh, study abroad in Thailand, and we reconnected there. Didn't see that coming. That was wild. Yeah, like my friends became friends with him. So, like, yeah, you do never know. The ones that you, like, need to connect with or, like, there's a reason for it, you'll see them again. Yeah. No, I, I definitely say, like, prep school is a really strong network of guys. Definitely. Like, I probably have to use it more. I have to get more prep school people on here. I've had more Salisbury people than Avon people. <laughs> and I've had my brother, like, I've had two Salisbury people now. Oh, really? Who was the other one? Do you ever see that dude on TikTok who's, like, talking about, like, life and, like, not worrying what people think? His name's Andrew Murnane. Wow. He went to Salisbury, too. How old is he? 26 maybe you've probably seen him on TikTok he's like 600,000 followers he's pretty big but I I had him on did not know he was at Salisbury until like the night before he came on the show (laughs) but yeah I don't know man Um, do you have anything uh, do you guys have anything else Uh, let me see if I I, damn I really thought you'd be more bullish on Bitcoin when I asked that hypothetical but it was tough you're a smart man for picking the two two million dollars US dollar obviously I would probably go with buying that, taking the two million, waiting for it to drop, and then. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> of course, of course, of course. But like, I'd still probably want that cash rather yeah. than the Bitcoin right right now, because just because you can, you got so many more opportunities right now with cash, and how you can basically, you know. Oh, for sure, cash is king. Turn that cash, you know, into some sort of passive. All right, account. I have one. This is this is a little dark, but we're gonna go. There. Let's get it. So. You can pick one of two things. 
you can either continue trading stocks, crypto, whatever you want, at, but you have to cut your leg off, one leg, from knee down, Ooh. or you can never trade crypto, stocks, or anything ever again. Honestly, I, I, I would, I would <laughs> that's a good question. I, I would honestly probably never trade again and go pursue like business in some way or like go pursue real estate, something else. Um, so you would keep your leg? I'd keep my leg, honestly. <laughs> like, you know, you only get one body. That's <laughs> true. No, that's true. You're, yeah, you're, 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 you're a wise guy. I mean, I obviously would take to keep my legs. <laughs> Trading has done no good for fucking me, dude. I'm keeping both my legs. Yeah, no doubt. All right, so I'm going to ask one more question, and then we'll wrap it up. All right, man. So it seems like you kind of have, like, good insight on, like, trading and everything. If you had to give people out there one piece of advice, practical advice, that they may have never heard before on trading, what would it be? I'd say they might hear this, but you got to be passionate about trading. So if you find yourself basically not passionate about it and like you're getting into it and you're just not loving it, I'd say it's just don't, don't try it because it's tough. It's really like you have to have a certain mindset to really become that person that you want to be. Like you have to make sure everything, in my opinion, in your life's going well, you're physically healthy, you're going to the gym, you're working out, you know you're structured you got you know good time management skills everything has to really fall in line uh, in my opinion honestly like in order to get to that level because um, it takes time I mean it's gonna take you you're only gonna keep getting better uh, especially the amount of work you put into it how much dedication you put into it you know etc uh, so if you find yourself that you love it I'd say you got to go a hundred and ten percent in everything's got to line up properly and then you could really see yourself being profitable. So if you're just doing it to like find the next Dogecoin and like get rich overnight, not for you. Not for you. Don't, if you think you're just going to get rich quick, don't think like that. Um, Cause it's not going to happen. Maybe you get lucky on a couple of things, but that's not how it works. But then, you, then you're going to lose that. You know, you're going to get to 45 K and you're going to lose 30 <laughs> K. Yeah. I heard it happen to someone. So yeah, it does happen. I mean, I don't know a trader that hasn't gotten losses, honestly. Like, it's just, yeah, it or an entrepreneur that hasn't had something not go their way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you just got to keep trying. You know, you should miss. You, you can't just because you miss. You know, some things. You know, you miss one hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Yeah, just because you started basketball, you missed the first three shots. If you if you love basketball, you got to keep shooting. Yeah. If you don't really love it, get the fuck out of the game. It's like a lot of other things in life. Honestly. It's literally like everything. Yeah. It's, it's literally like everything. Yeah. You got to deal with rejection and shit not going your way. Yeah. I mean, that's that's just how, I mean, I guess it's at the end of the day mindset, really. That's life. All right. Wrap it up. Let's wow, wrap. All right. Jake Gronick. Jake, pr- pronounce it for me one more time. Gronick. Jake Gronick. Thank you very much. I appreciate Thanks, being here.